Welcome to the morning community of Northridge Vineyard. Our deepest desire is that you will encounter Jesus as you listen in to our morning gathering. If you'd like to find out more about us, check out our website, northridge.org.au forward slash mornings. This morning, we uh, were going to have the lovely Troy and Nick from Raw uh, come and be with us and share with us. Uh, but unfortunately, because of the lockdown and everything, they haven't been able to come. Most of you know that Rob uh, and a couple of others from church were away last week with the Raw guys. And so Rob's going to come and join us this morning and let us know about uh, that trip and what happened. Hello. Good morning. Isn't she doing a fantastic job? Um, I know, what's up? And the other, and the two uh, ladies who are with us as well, Grace and Anna, uh, just the four of us. Thank you so much. You've done a fantastic job this morning. And wasn't worship just a wonderful time just to uh, soak in God's presence? And we're going to have a bit more worship uh, towards the end of our service. I'm not going to take too long today, but I did want to tell you just a little bit about the time that we had away. Um, to do that, I'm going to uh, just ask you to watch an interview that I did with Troy. Like Bonnie said, unfortunately, Troy and Nick weren't able to be here like anyone else really uh, this morning. But I did get a chance to chat with Troy and ask him really what, uh, what Raw's heart is in this latest opportunity um, working with uh, members of the Marawari uh, nation community up on the border between New South Wales and Queensland. Um, and we've just come back from there. So we're going to listen to that, and then I'm going to share a little bit more about our time. So let's watch this together. So, Troy, thank you so much uh, for joining me, mate. Really, we had such a good time this last week. We did. Uh, you, I know you were pretty shattered when we finished off. So I'm, yeah. you've had a bit of, just a little bit of downtime. You're going to get some downtime now. Yeah, thanks for having me, mate. Yeah, great week. And um, yeah, we've got a week with my parents. And uh, yeah, after a big week, it's nice. But, uh, yeah. Now, a bunch of our folk will be really sad that we didn't get to see you. But given that we can't really see each other as well, it kind of feels it feels normal now. There'll be nobody yeah. in the church tomorrow, probably except me oh, and Bonnie. Oh, so yeah, Nick and I, Nick and I guys were so looking forward to catching up with everyone in person at Northridge. We're bringing the kids down to Sydney and had it all planned. But obviously this time we can't make it, uh, but let's do it soon uh, because we really want to make it there to catch up with everyone for sure. So, I mean, let me just say, uh, folks, if you don't know Troy and Nick, maybe you haven't heard of Raw. Um, we've been partnering with Raw. Troy, We I think the first team went out from Northridge like 2016, something like that. I want to say around that, yeah. Good, good five years or so. Mm. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I'm going to ask Troy a little bit about what these guys do. I thought we might actually kick off. Um, I might ask you, mate, first to just tell us a little bit of what Raw is actually about um, yep. and then how this latest opportunity kind of fits in with what Raw's heart is. Yeah, guys, um, as those of you who have been on our trips to Cambodia know, um, Raw was founded by Nick and I way back in 2013, um, really as a, a prompting from God. Um, you know, we're both strong Christians and we just felt him put it on our heart straight after we got married. And we know now know why we really needed the strength of our marriage and that partnership to even do this. Um, but he put it on our heart and we didn't know what it all looked like at first. It was like an onion where we peeled off the layers 
And God just showed us, okay, raw, raising awareness worldwide. And the first um, mission statement or vision statement we had was raising awareness worldwide for lasting kingdom impact. That was, that was what we wanted to do. And that's still, if you ask Nick and I what the heart of RAW is, that is the heart of RAW. We want to have lasting kingdom impact. However, we also heard from God clearly that, you know, take, um, I guess, the jargon out of it around Christianity because we wanted to be really open, arms wide open for all sorts of organisations. And we really felt our heart for these more secular, non-Christian, state schools, universities, companies to come and be part of God's work. So we changed that to raising awareness worldwide to inspire powerful change. And um, we just kept it pretty open, but we don't hide the fact that we're Christian. When people ask us for sure, we'll let them know. And um, early on, we met Phil and Kath and we met the team at Northridge and you guys started coming to Cambodia. And as you know, most of our team are Christian and we do, you know, a little worship to start our day every day. But you guys have been our church for the last five years and you've come and blessed us so much, so incredibly, blessed our team up in Cambodia, our raw crew, obviously blessed our projects hugely too. But, you know, it's hard to work away from home in a foreign country uh, for long periods of time. You need support. And you guys have provided us with incredible support because every time Northridge comes to town, I say, who wants to be on that team? And all the hands go up. So that's yeah, awesome. it's good. Troy, I, you know, I must say I've loved the way I can watch you and Nick kind of like getting around a lot of these guys and actually, you know, leading them and in, in some sense, pastoring them. Um, so that's been really yeah. cool just to meet some of the people you've been talking about. I would also say, you know, I was, I was gutted not to be able to come out to Cambodia. We were planning mm. to come out at the beginning of last year. So, you know, when you invited Chris and I to come out and see what you guys are doing up in the Mori Nation, I, I think in my head, I had kind of like, we're going to go and build some houses because isn't that what we do in Cambodia? But it's, it was very different. Uh, and, yeah. you know, I'm going to share a little bit about it. But, you know, in, for people who kind of perhaps think, well, isn't Roar just basically about building some homes for folk? you know what what was kind of what about raw meant that you went hey let's have a look at this new opportunity yeah i guess i guess mate it's been a really real faith journey raw the last nine years we've been doing this now um and actually it's not about houses at all it's not about any particular project at all it comes back to that first thing i mentioned you know um lasting kingdom impact and wherever god leads and how he shapes this and if it means houses in one part of the world and something completely different somewhere else, we're okay with that. Um, he's just calling us to keep stepping out in faith and that's what we're trying to do. And this is a scary one, by the way, guys. This on country thing, it shouldn't be scary. It's in my own country where I grew up. Yet it's amazing how complicated and how much this is pushing us, even out of our comfort zone. And Rob saw that. Mm -hmm. And Chris, when we, you know, when we went out uh, this week, we were out there. With the elders, we're still getting to know them. Mm. We're treading carefully. We're trying to understand their cultural ways. We are working with a history that's very rough between the white man, my crew, and their crew. Very rough indeed. And I'm still learning about that, really. You know, stuff I didn't learn in school. Um, but if that's where God's calling us, that's where we go. And... Is there darkness in this place? Yes, there is. Is there, you know, some beliefs 
on their side that I'm trying to get my head around? Yes, there is. The same as Cambodia, though, where we got called into a Buddhist country, largely Buddhist, to work with the poorest of the poor. is calling us to our country, to this, you know, these first people's space, and it's going to have all sorts of challenges, no doubt. But one step at a time, we're going to go in there, and he is opening doors. The whole team at Rora felt this. We knocked on a lot of different doors, and the Murawari Nation's the one that swung wide open and just in time and a whole lot of things lined up for then Raw to start to move into this space. But, you know, as Rob will share, as Chris will share, look, this is going to be the challenge of all challenges for us. It's going to push us in every way. Um, but I just believe that Jesus has a way. I believe that he's going to bring the right people to the table at the right time. And, you know, I said to Rob when we were up there, sitting in a boar bath in Lightning Ridge, I said, "Yeah, I really hope, you know, Northridge is part of this because we need them. Uh, we do. We, we can't do this without God right in, on our side and without an army of people in prayer for this. And, you know, you're our church, you know. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a journey. So, Rob, um, I would love to ask you, you know, you've just had three days on country with us, weaving your way through the Morawari Nation with the elders, with the raw crew, with a whole bunch of other partners. What is it that you, you know, for you that stood out, what is it that lit you up? What is it that had an impact on you? You know, how did you find it? Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I mean, I think probably one of the, the most, like the biggest thing, one of the most profound things is by the end of the trip, there was such a deep connection with the people that we'd spent time with. And, um, and it's been a long time since I've felt that like really deep, not only for um, the folk that went on the trip and we didn't really know many of them, but especially for the raw team. Um, you know, you, you talked about us being your church and I kind of got that for the first time that actually we do have quite a unique, you don't have, we didn't have any other churches kind of represented. And I don't think you often have churches coming out on these trips so, you know, to, to be able to kind of go out there and be able to pray for people and encourage people who we know have a faith, but are mm. working with schools or working with corporates regularly, um, that was a real, you know, I feel like I have a love for them now, some of those, those yeah. raw guys. Um, and, and on top of that, a love for, you know, Uncle Philip and Uncle Fred and Aunty Rosie from the Murrawari mm. people, like to be able to just kind of, even though we're so different and have totally different backgrounds to feel like there's a connection with the, with them um, means that I want to go up and spend time with them. It's not just a project. These are real people um, who we could get alongside and, and man, they challenged my, I mean, I shared a bit with you when we were up there, but they so challenged the way I, you know, thought, I mean, I told you, I think this story of certainly sitting with uncle Philip and, getting asked some really hard questions that I just had no clue what he meant. Mm, and, yeah. You know, like asking me, what's your flow, brother? What's your flow? <laughs> and what's just sitting flow? there going, what on earth are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and we got there in the end, you know, we kind of talked it through, but it reminded me that I have such a different way of seeing the world to, to these guys. And I, and I have to kind of figure out what is the paradigm that I'm bringing so I, and what, you know, how do I, how do I kind of hold it lightly and let it be challenged and shifted rather than insisting that the way I see the world is the way the world is. 
Um, so it was quite humbling for me, I think. Yeah, I, me too, Rob. The first time I went there, and um, it still is. Um, I think it's it is challenging to think that we see, you know, we experience Christianity through our lens, mm. but then you talk to Uncle Philip, Auntie Vera, Auntie Joe, who are all strong Christians, Christian yeah. elders, and they have this different way of speaking that kind of bridges the gap to their Aboriginal culture as well, which I'm mm. still trying to understand that, you know, and how do you get your head around that? And are there things that are simply in the cultural bucket versus yeah. the true spiritual bucket, you know, like all that stuff that we were Absolutely. talking about? But. Absolutely. And and also, I mean, you said, you know, what, what lit me up. I think as well as we were out there, we saw some opportunities to bring some like deep healing and, yeah. you know, yeah. and I, and that was only going to happen if we'd engage with it too, you know, be open to see where we need healing too. And in, and in actual partnership, we might see healing happen you know, in in our country, because we're, we're all up for healing happening at church or in yeah. our families, but to see it in the people in our country is so our heart. So, yeah, that, yeah. that was exciting. It was like there is a potential here, uh, even if it might take us a long time to build that relationship and see that start to happen. So so that's really excited me. Yeah, I love it, mate. I love it. And isn't it very evident that there is there is pain? Yeah. Um, you can feel it in the voices of the elders and they've been through so much. Um, there is pain and I, I, I don't know how we exactly go about working with that, but I know God has a way yeah. and he's probably the only way to fully restore. Yeah. Um, you know, you've got guys like Uncle Fred, who's not a Christian, who, you know, whose who's best mates are Christians and the elders his elders, he's more a worry leader as a Christian, but he's not, and he's grappling with that. And he actually talked to you and I about that mm. and how he respects Christianity and the values we bring. But I can also feel a lot of pain that he still carries. And, he, you know, he's still a lot of healing to go, which I think I automatically think Northridge, you know, when it comes to that sort of side. There's no, there's no other team, there's no other partner that I think will make a dent on that. Um, they will help with relationships, but you guys can take it that step further. So... That's exciting, Troy. Yeah. So, mate, um, I mean, you know, I want to ask you, do you have any idea what, what a Northridge trip might look like? I mean, I think we're, we're thinking in a few months' time we'll be able to bring a team up, mm. but is it all very much up in the air or is there anything you can really tell us about what that could look like? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, guys, what we're trying to look at with the Morawari is this Morawari Nation plan. And I'm going to give you guys a, each a copy of this that come on the trip. And we're going to look at ways we can build into this plan that, you know, is going to be long-term, lasting, sustainable change for the Morawara Nation. The way we're going to do that is still, you know, I, I think it's really early days. So the guys coming on our first trips, which, you know, we're talking about the very first trips we run in a few months, um, it's really going to be a bit of a journey of faith and a journey of relational connection, I believe. More than anything, we want to connect relationally and we want to, you know, have that embrace and that warmth and build that trust because nothing happens without that. And, you know, to that end, I think there's healing that comes just through that. Um, I would love you guys to come out and bring your prayer in big ways because, to have prayer at the start of this journey of trips for raw is so important to me personally. 
to have you guys as one of the first three trips on the ground and to have you praying, and I mean getting the elders and praying for them too, um, you know, and I, I want you to bring that in spades. My, the raw crew I know will just grow and thrive off that and kind of to ask God for direction of how to, how we go even approach this very tricky space. And, you know, it'll be humbling. You know, you will be humbled by it. Sit, you'll have to sit and listen and you'll have to grapple with, you know, all sorts of um, stories and, you know, spiritual, you know, um, traditional stories that yeah. don't fit your paradigm. And that's okay. Mm. I'm okay with that because I know we're strong where we stand, mm. but, I'd love you guys to come out, sit around the fire, gain a deep, you know, gain as deep an understanding as we can so that hopefully we can, over the longer term, we can really see some big steps. And I think that's what this is about. I think we're not going to solve everything in the week, but if we can come out, open our eyes, gain, gain connection, I think things, things flow from that. And you guys, what I'm really asking, what we're, we're really asking, Rob, aren't we, is for people to come out on a bit of a faith journey and help create this as well. Yeah. Help help be a bit creative with the program and knowing that we haven't figured everything else out, everything out yet. We haven't got it all lined up in a perfect itinerary yet. Yeah. But to come out and just experience it with us. And if it doesn't go perfect, that's okay. Which to yeah. me is really exciting, Troy. I mean, actually it's more exciting to be a part of like the forming of it. Yeah. Um, and, and that feels a real privilege. So I'm, yeah i'm pumped for it mate i, th I think yeah. it'll be awesome um look just next steps for folk who are you know getting interested i'm sure there's some folk yeah. getting interested as we thought um we let me just say guys i, I would say come and talk to me but you we probably won't be in church so yeah. you know like because no one will be gathering but we'd love you to come and just make contact drop us an email um particularly come and chat with me come and chat with chris or Harry McKenzie, he also came up on the trip with us. Um, and we'd love to just kind of engage with you and share some more stories and you can get a feel of what it is you're, you're saying yes to. But also, um, after we're done here, I'll give you a link to just a place where you can say, yeah, I'm really interested in coming. Uh, let me know what's happening next. And we'll kind of just take expressions of interest at the moment. So that's kind of what we'll do for next steps. I think that's great, Rob. And once we get the expressions of interest, why don't we guys run an online uh, Zoom chat yes, where everyone can jump on. I'll yeah. jump on. Rob will jump on, Chris, Jen, and we'll just share all the details of the trip, including, you know, what you have to do to be on this trip. And then from there, Jen will share out a, you know, Rob will share out a link to register from that. So yeah, that sounds yeah. awesome. So, Troy, I'd love to pray for you and Nick as we finish up and the raw team, if, that, if that's okay. Um, we're, we're just going to pray for wisdom for you guys and then we'll and, and pray for this opportunity that'll be awesome and then we'll yeah. finish up all right thanks, let's pray. thanks Rob. yeah oh father we thank you so much for this time we thank you for troy and nick and for the whole of the raw team lord the way that they have um, taken these steps of faith and just uh kind of try to listen to what you're saying and to do the next thing and so lord we pray for wisdom and for guidance for them Lord, as they help different teams navigate how, uh, how to best uh, bring positive and lasting kingdom change um, in our country. Amen. And Lord, we care and deeply, we feel deeply for our country. And we ask you, Lord, that there would just be opportunities to bring that healing um, with sensitivity and with real wisdom and grace. 
So, Lord, we pray for them as a family. We pray for their little ones as well. We ask that your peace and your presence would just rest on them. Now we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Rob, so much, mate. And hey, guys, huge love to all our Northridge family too. We are going to see you soon. We're thinking of you. Our hearts go out in the in the lockdown that you're going to go through now. But massive love. And I hope, you know, we can definitely catch up in a couple of months with some of you up in the Murawari lands. And, uh, yeah, thanks for, thanks for letting me share a little bit too, Rob. And great to hear your thoughts too, mate. Cool. Thanks, Troy. Yeah. All right, guys. Okay, well, hopefully that gave you a bit of a picture of what Raw's heart is. Uh, we mentioned there a link. Uh, if you are interested in coming and joining us, uh, we'd love to kind of hear from you first and then invite you to come and find out more information. Um, at the moment, uh, we're looking at provisional dates the last week of September through to uh, the beginning, I think it would probably be the 1st or 2nd of October. Um, you can find that form where you can just give us your details and then we can let you know what's happening if you go to northridge.org.au forward slash raw trip that's r-a-w trip so um we'd love to we'd love to hear from you but i'd love to um as i guess part of sharing some of that experience just show you some of the photos uh, that we took from our time up there um well if you're not quite sure what actually happened uh let me just kind of go back and fill you in with some of that so Back on Saturday evening, um, myself and Chris Gresham Britt and Harry McKenzie, we jumped in uh, Harry's 4x4 and drove on up to uh, Kanamala, which is just over the border into Queensland, about three hours north of Burke. Um, and uh, we joined a, a kind of a recon trip with Raw to see, uh, to go and meet some of the elders in the Marawari land and to hear the heart to see whether we can build some kind of connection with them, to serve them, and to grow in our understanding of really some of the issues that are facing their culture and their land and their people, because um, there's some real issues. Um, and to see if there's anything we can do to, I guess, also help in those with some of those issues. Um, <clears throat> you, you'll see we had a convoy. There was about 30 of us who went and spent some time just learning about some of the, um, the cultural, uh, I guess, folklore and beliefs and practices of these guys. Um, if you go on to the next picture, you'll see the land up there is just so big and wide. And that was just a beautiful thing to see. Such deep red soil, um, very, few, uh, very few wildlife, really. Uh, it was very empty land, but a lot of life, just a bit hidden. Um, if we go into that next picture, you'll see that we spent uh, a couple of nights sweet, sleeping out in swags. It was pretty cold, um, but we, we were cozy in the, in the swags, generally. Some of us were a bit too claustrophobic. Um, so it was, it was a bit of an adventure. Um, if we go on to that, let's just go through all the photos, I think. We'll just do them. So there's Troy. And as we kicked off our time, Troy just shared with us uh, what you've just heard, uh, Raw's heart behind wanting to come and connect with uh, some of these Aboriginal elders. And, if, and, and also Nick. So there's Nick. That's Troy's wife. Um, and they did a fantastic job taking their three young children with them on, on the trip. Uh, and it was a real privilege. Some of you might recognize Ben there just sitting to the left of, of Nick uh, to meet some of the raw team and to hear their heart um, as to kind of being really being stirred as to what God could be doing as we start to see an opportunity to serve um, this quite, uh, yeah, just open Aboriginal community. 
And if we go on to the next slide there, that is, that is us uh, driving in convoy uh, as we went to visit one of the Aboriginal communities called Werramungal. And we met uh, a wonderful couple of sisters. I can't show you a photo of them, but Auntie Rosie and Auntie Vera, who if you come on the trip, you'll get to meet. Uh, they're lovely Christian ladies. And when I spoke to Auntie Josie and told her that we'd be bringing up a group from the church, uh, not just a school group, but a, a group from the church, she, her eyes lit up. And she was so excited at the idea that we could worship and pray together um, and have some fellowship. We'll just do those last two pictures. That would be fantastic. Um, you know, this is a whole area uh, so different from Sydney, where slowly, bit, bit by bit, Aboriginal culture and Aboriginal um, artwork and, and achievements are starting to be recognized. Uh, and there's a lot of artwork that's starting to go up there just as a symbolic way of honoring some of those achievements and the contribution that the Aboriginal people have to, uh, to Australia. And this last photo, you'll see us... Um, What's actually happening there is one of our trailers broke down, uh, and in, in time you'll see some action shots, uh, probably in a few weeks' time, of us trying to fix that. But it, yeah, there was a real adventure. Thanks, guys. That's great. There was a real adventure there. And, you know, out of that adventure, God, like I said in that uh, interview with Troy, God started really just to stir my heart, our heart, uh, for not only for the raw team, but also for these individuals that we sat and listened to and learned so much from over the time. Um, Uncle Philip, who, uh, who I shared a story about, um, who just, you know, really wanted to engage us in the worldview of the Marawari people. Um, and uh, I so just wanted to honor him and spend some time listening to him and, uh, and, and that was a humbling experience to, to have him ask me some difficult questions that I really didn't understand. And, you know, it was such a good example of the conversation that needs to be had so that we can actually start to build that bridge and, and share Jesus's love in a way with others that they can understand, that they can get. And it doesn't come with the baggage, perhaps, that it's come with. Uh, sometimes in the past when we've tried to share Jesus in a very um, Western mindset kind of way. So really, as you can see, there's a lot of uncertain things. But what is certain is that we have a heart to bring uh, the love of Jesus, healing that the kingdom of God can bring in our families, in our communities, in our country, um, across the nations. Um, and that is such, that's such a, a key part of what we believe the gospel is, that wherever we can have the opportunity to bring that, we want to grab that. So we don't know what necessarily the next step looks like, uh, other than simply kind of going out as a team and saying, Lord, where do you want us? But we do know that we're being welcomed uh, in with open arms uh, welcome to listen, welcome to connect, and ultimately welcome to be family uh, with this community of people. And we, we love that. And this really comes back to our big picture of what we believe God is doing through us and through the church uh, as he is yeah, restoring the earth and as he is bringing, captive, uh, bringing the captives into freedom. He's releasing um, his kingdom on this place.